0: So it's as simple in the asking in order to find your right ghostwriter, the right information, your right product, your right next highest and best move for your business. Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to today's podcast where I'm going to talk about how to write your book. So I am going to be launching my book September 14th and 15th. It's called Align Your Business, How to Find Your Windows of Opportunity and Claim the Next Level of You. (laughs) Woohoo! <laughs> I am so excited to talk to you about this today. In the notes, I'm going to have a little link if you want to look at what's going on with my book and what stage we're in. The link will be right there in the podcast. And if you could put September 14th and 15th on your calendars, woohoo! That's the day the book will launch and you'll see it all over my Facebook, Instagram, etc. So, how do you get your book into publication from thought to birth? And I want to talk about that today because that little hyphen that I just mentioned, that little window from thought to birth, is a big hyphen. It's long, it's a journey, it's a commitment. And so, the first thing that I'd like to introduce you to think about is where are you at in your business? So many times I see people that have these beautiful books and their business and leads and the people that they work with isn't quite there yet and that's great that you have a system and a process however what I want for you is success and I want you to have financial success and in order to spend the amount of time and energy that it needs to be spent on your book the highest and best for you would be to have a really good solid client base first so that as you take this possibly year to write your book or longer that's not off the charts to get it to publication so meaning a year's time so I want you to have enough space in your business and your life to be able to create that year to be able to create your book in your signature system so that's my first recommendation is make sure that it fits in with your business first Because the amount of time it takes also takes away from the ability to create some revenue during that time. So having some solidness in your business before your book takes shape would be, in my opinion, the highest and best recommendation. So there you go. Now you've made a decision to get your mission into the world. The first thing I want everybody to do is take a deep breath in. And breathe in the feelings of being open to receive all the magic of writing your book. Because it is really a magical time in your life to be able to be creating a life that is going to be birthed into the world. Bryna Haynes is my ghost author and I highly recommend her. And if you are thinking of writing a book, she would be my go-to girl Bryna Haynes and that information will also be in the link so that you have a resource. But before we go into ghostwriting and all of that, let's talk about the content of your book. So one of the things that Bryna would lecture me about is she's like this isn't a book about like memoirs. They're stories. They're light little stories about my life that happened around My business and my signature system that I've taken probably around 347 clients and about 3,000 hours of time through different align your business processes. And then I created a signature system called align your business to release your blocks, to get clear insights from your Akashic records, to get a clear vision of where you want to go to learn how to read your Akashic records, to set up a 90 day plan for your business. And so that's basically, in essence, my signature system that's in the book, and to connect your quantum leap blueprint for wealth. And so that's my book, in a nutshell. So what I want to invite you to do today is what would your book look like? What would the inside of it look like? What are some topics that you think are relevant? For instance, I thought it was essential to talk about releasing the blocks that are holding you back in my book, because most business owners that I see have a full and complete mission. Here's a secret. Your mission doesn't know failure. Your business has its own voice and a message to give the world. And so what's maybe a block or holding you back from writing your book is a belief that is what you have to say worthy for people to hear. And I think somewhere between the worthiness of stepping into who we really are meant to be and getting our book into publication is one of the big challenges that a person may have one of the ways I was able to get over that is there was a, a gentleman that I loved his content and I loved the way that he got people to the other side of their issues and so I felt that his content was so important to share and I could only share parts of it or the parts I was given permission to share and it kind of left me feeling a little incomplete And so I start talking about things I wanted to talk about that I thought people needed. And my professional coach pulled me aside and said, I want to tell you something about your trainings. And so I was prepared and thinking that she was going to say the parts of the training that are me and mine (laughs) are not important. That's what I felt like she was going to say, or that was my mental interpretation of what was going to happen because I had some worthiness issues at that time. Instead, she said the complete opposite. She said, you know, when you talked about X, and I remember it was a specific thing about energy and money and your wallet and how to have your wallet organized, because that is how the universe sees you, like in control of your money, organized, knowing where everything is. You know, I have all my credit cards in certain ways. Like, for example, the one I use the most is the highest and best. The one that I use the least is tucked into another part of my wallet or purse. And so everything is organized, including my money. I always make sure I keep at least one $100 bill in my purse. And that's what I line all the rest of my money with. I feel like it's important to keep money, especially if you have kids with you, because you just never know when a credit card won't work or you need gas or something like that you know, if you demagnetize your credit card or if you're traveling and it gets shut off. So I always like to keep a certain amount of money on me. So I was teaching about this and she felt that this was a really valuable lesson. And in that moment, I thought, hmm, like the little parquet margarine hat that like appears if you're old enough to remember that commercial. It was like a, a light bulb went off and I heard myself say something I had never heard myself say before. It's like, what if I have something important to say? And what if people actually want to hear it? I'm asking that question today. You do have something important to share. You know it in your heart. Or you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast about writing books. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) I'm not right too often. But in this moment... It's the truth. You're listening to this because you know in your heart that you were meant for more. And you know what I did instead of the more for a while, for a long while in my life is I played small. I'm not that. I'm not all that. You know, like I don't really have anything important to say, but that person does. And all the books I'm sitting here looking at on my shelf. I don't know these people, but yet I bought their book. And I guess I know some of them. Esther Hicks, Donna Eden, Emoto, The Power of Water, The Power of Soul by John Holland. I trusted all of these people. The Wisdom of the Enneagram, Flow, Secrets of a Millionaire Mindset, Frogs and Princesses. I believed when I bought those books that they were going to enrich my life. They have. They still do thinking about your book and your mission. And what if somebody puts it in their hand someday, and it really transforms their life and their mission? I believe you can do that. In whatever modality, whatever method, be it intuition, be it finance, be it business coaching, be it food. So that's what I am leaning into today is I'm leaning into writing this book and, and being brave enough to step into your mission. Because We're waiting for you. We all are. I think people were waiting for me and now I'm showing up and it feels good. It feels good to show up when people need you. And it feels good to be needed and wanted in this world. But that's not my mission about me feeling good about me. I just want you in this moment to feel good about you and your mission. But what our mission is, yours and mine, is to give this world something that they need. And you, my love, were born just for that. You have a purpose. Ooh, see? All the dinging. (laughs) I don't know where it's coming from, honestly, or I would shut it off. So I'm just going to say that this is universal spirit and this is our universal game show. And every time it dings, we win. (laughs) So you win. You do have a purpose. You do have a mission. And I'd love to see it get into written form. So here's some excuses that I used feel free <laughs> to claim any of the ones that uh, that I used. I have a learning disability. I don't read well. I don't write well. I don't have anything to say. Why is my align your business method better than somebody else's? I don't know. But all that I do know is I was literally given this process. It was shown in its completion and its entirety. When I stood up to speak Uh, To learn how to speak. I didn't have a business. I didn't have a system. And I stood up to speak and this signature system that I called the sacred soul map process was born in its completion. It was just given to me. And when I felt it, I felt like it was important. And then I got scared. Who am I? I worked at a university for 30 years. Who am I to talk about business? I had real estate business and I had my real estate sales, etc. But who am I to be a business owner? The better question is, who am I not to be a business owner? Why can I not be one? So you have a mission, and you want to get it into the world. And you might be doubting yourself. If you already have clients, and you already have an active business, people are coming to you because they believe in you. And so guess what, my loves, we have a choice. We can play that old game of like playing small. And what if I'm not good enough? And I can't write well, I have a learning disability. Go ahead, use all those if you want to use excuses. (laughs) They were all mine. But the truth of the matter is that my mind is brilliant. And if you have attention deficit disorder, celebrate it. Because I believe that God conforms your mind so that it's a gentle, chaotic mess. So that you can receive and create information more quickly and more fluidly. So celebrate. It's not an excuse. It's that you're brilliant. That's what's happening. So if you're not able to write well, it's because there's too many words floating around. But you know what? The secret is somebody could take exactly your thoughts and exactly your words and weave them like a fabric. It's your fabric. It's your sheep. It's your wool. You cut the sheep off or the wool off the sheep. (laughs) You wash the wool. You spun it into fine threads. Then you hand it to the ghostwriter and they get their magic needle. Their little tiny glasses. Or in the case of my ghostwriter, she has really big bug eye glasses that help protect her from the screen light. And they take that needle and they start to weave this magical web of your beautiful information and your signature program. And they deliver it to the world for you. So I want to talk about the process. So now you know that you have a mission because you're already listening to the podcast. And you're not listening to it because of anything other than something interested you about writing your own book. You've gotten confirmation. There is a message here for you. So what is it that you want to teach the world? <laughs> As I say this, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but I was like, I'm just going to read like one of the titles. <laughs> and the one title that's sitting on my shelf, I, I have to go there. This It's so cute. It's The Art of Sexual Magic. Yep, that's sitting on my shelf. I'm trying to see the author's name. I can't see it from here. So if that's your magic, the sexual magic, then that's your book. If it's the power of the soul, then that's your book. If it's the wisdom of the Enneagram, that's your book. If it's the ultimate guide to crystals, that's your book. If it's energy medicine, there you are. If it's successful secrets of the millionaire mindset, that's your book. If it's wise secrets of the aloha, That's your book. So you have a book. You have something in mind. Mine was align your business. So I invite you to sit with a gentle outline. Why not write an outline? What would you talk about? I already gave you parts of my outline. Clear your blocks. Get clear on your value. Get a clear vision. Create a 90 day plan. Learn about your quantum leap blueprint. And release your blocks. So that's a plan. So those are some of the chapter outlines. So just gently write those down. So what is it you want to teach about the art of sexual magic? What is it you want to teach about the ultimate guide to crystal grids? What do you want to teach about? What are the secrets of a millionaire mindset? So once you get an outline, you can go to Fiverr or another company like that. and You can actually design your book cover. People say to do that to give you motivation to write your book. I have to be honest, that was not something that I did. As a matter of fact, I did not make my book cover first. I was going to, but it went so quickly. We started so quickly that we really got into the content. And I didn't think about going to Fiverr and making a book cover. But they say that that's a really good recommendation. Honestly, I already had my book in place in my mind. And I'd already created the content with 30 episodes of podcast, And then I had a lot of information. I didn't really need more. And so I gave that to the ghostwriter. And that's where we started. And it moved really quickly. So I didn't do that. And I have to say, if I would have done that the way my book cover went, it was a, a slow design. So it really, I was really happy with it at the end of the day but it it took a few moments to get some of the precision that we wanted to in the book cover. So I'm kind of glad I didn't do that. Although I've heard it's a great recommendation and I really do trust that it is. So here's a big question who to hire. So we might've already established that you're brilliant and you have a brilliant mindset and you have brilliant content and you have brilliant concepts. However, you might need some help of formulating this book. For instance, you might know how to grow sheep or to raise sheep. You might know what a good quality wool is. You might know how to shear a sheep. You might need know how to wash the wool and prepare it. You might know how to even weave the sheep's wool into threads. You're still going to need somebody to weave the fabric. And if you're not a weaver, then you need to hire a weaver. And that's exactly what I did. As I hired a ghostwriter, I don't write well. I'm not going to pretend that I write well. I don't. I lose words. I don't know how to weave things as well. However, I can speak. And so those words I sent to Rev.com and they transcribed the words. And then the ghostwriter was able to read the words and decided what kind of yarn to use that I had sitting there for her, what colors, how to weave it, what stories were relevant, what stories weren't relevant, and how to keep things tight and crisp and clear. And she did all of that well. So how do you actually hire a ghostwriter? Of course, I've already suggested Bryna Haynes, and I think she's literally the highest and the best. But some things I do want you to watch out for when you hire somebody is sometimes you can tell somebody what you want and you think that they've heard you, you think the contract protects you and later you find out it doesn't. So one of the big things with writers or ghost writers is to have a contract that has multiple components in it. One of the things that you want your contract to have is the hard deadlines that the author or the the ghostwriter, because you're the author, is promising you. And so if they say that your book is going to wind up at the end of June, which is exactly what we had decided and it's exactly what happened, we have stayed to our dates meticulously, then that has to be written in your contract. Because if it's not, then it's more difficult to discern whose roles and responsibilities are happening. And if they promise you to send a chapter a week or a chapter every other week, there should be the dates as to what's going to happen when the launch is going to happen. And that should be written in a contract. So your contract has to be specific. And it also has to say that the ghostwriter is indeed writing your book. And then of course, payment structure and schedule. So with Bryna you know because I knew her it was a lot more seamless however I did try to hire and work with other people and it wasn't in alignment for me and so I really wanted to emphasize that the contract is your highest and best and the dates also the personality of the person For example, Bryna was a perfect fit for my book because my book was about spirituality and business. She's been an entrepreneur her entire adult life. She's been a writer her entire adult life, an editor and publisher. So she also has a very spiritual side. She's big into quantum physics and she understands that. I needed somebody that had that type of experience as well in my business or with my book because some of the concepts are very spiritual and to be able to explain them to somebody and then to get a good written product I don't know how that would have went with a less spiritual person so they have to be a good fit for what you want to write for example I am sure that A spiritual person would want a more spiritual writer and somebody that's like maybe more about specific money things like finances. I don't know if a spiritual writer would be in alignment, although I do like spirit and strategy as a very nice blend. It's like the salt with the sweet. So I really like that. So who to hire, have at least three interviews, ask to see what their contracts look like. And that's really important. And that all the deadlines are in there. See what their writing schedule. The next thing is see if their writing schedule fits into your world. Brian and I were very fortunate. We had two hours where we met once. And I gave her all the materials and I had everything. Like I had so many parts and components. And I had the line your business process. I already had a portal called Next Level started. And so I had a lot of the components aligned. However, we had the stories to create and the clients to get testimonials from and all of that. So it's really important to get somebody that not only understands your writing, but can lay out a really easy process that fits in with your life. For instance, if you have clients five days a week, 10 hours a day, writing a book, unless the ghostwriter is willing to meet with you on a weekend I don't think you're gonna have enough space for a book just yet for me Mondays is my work day where I get to lean into the things that I want to do in my business or develop or lay out and work with my team so Mondays it always starts with the team woo meeting at nine o'clock or ten o'clock depending on what everybody's schedule works like and then at one o'clock I would meet with Bryna she would ask me questions and then we would work on the book It was amazing that we only met for two hours one day and we stuck to a pretty strict one hour schedule. And then my book was done at the end of June. We started in January and we met once a week. There were a couple weeks that either she was traveling or I was traveling that we didn't meet. However, it was in perfect rhythm because that chapter may have been more cumbersome, needed more work or we needed to get more components in alignment for that area of the book. It was really interesting how it did fit into my life and it did fit into my schedule without burning me out. So I always say, if you're going to take on a really big project in your business, you have to make sure that Things are in enough alignment and being going into enough of a rhythm that it's not going to throw your pace, your business pace off because your book should be a guide to your business. However, you still need to be able to have a business at the end of the day when you get done with your book. So it does take a lot of time. However, if your ghostwriter, publisher gives you a different timeline, it's something to talk about. Make sure that it fits. But it did seem like it would fit my schedule and it has seamlessly. So we have been on target with every single chapter. I do want to talk about challenges. So like what happens if you do develop a little bit of a challenge while writing your book? I have to say, Prina and I had a pretty seamless relationship. Every chapter that she wrote was always a big surprise. And it was always so well written. And it always (laughs) sounded like me. And it fit the threads of the conversation that we had. So uh, there were no big surprises except that I was always overjoyed when I received the words that I spoke into some beautifully intricately woven fabric that just sparkled and shined, and I really enjoyed the process. So I'm hoping that you can have that process too and that you allow enough time in your schedule to get to the end of the book writing. There was a challenge that both she and I had I read one of the chapters and I felt confused and it was my process and what I thought is like in a portal you know when you sign into your portal of my align your business or my totally will program there's maybe 10 components but in order to get something done I didn't need to visit all 10 and so what Brian and I did is we just tightened that up and she rearranged it a bit And put the highest and best things that were in that chapter and all of a sudden the only chapter that I felt like was there was a little bit of a challenge with a small literal tweak or adjustment the whole chapter fell into place very easily and it was funny I think it was chapter maybe seven and eight that one day I met with Brian and she didn't feel inspired. Like she was, she said, yeah, I'm a little stuck this week. And sometimes I'd be a little stuck. So sometimes stuckness would happen, but let me tell you the se- chapter seven and eight. I don't think it was stuckness. I think it was a birthing that was waiting to happen because after Brian gently said, I'm a little stuck. I think it was no less than five hours later She had everything written and she sent me the entire book to start proofreading. (laughs) So we went from, I think I'm stuck to, boom, it's written and it's done. So sometimes stuckness isn't about, we can't move forward. It's that all the fragmented pieces are trying to line up in one solid thread to just pop into existence. And I think that's what was happening with those two chapters. And then the time I was stuck... I just, I don't know. I was like in a creative funk. I just couldn't see where we needed to go in that moment. And Bryna held space for me to get there. So I do want to always mention some challenges because it doesn't make it real. And will there be challenges? Absolutely. However, with somebody like Bryna, she's not afraid to say, I don't want you to go there. I don't like where you're going. Or nope, that doesn't fit. This is about them. And how can they get into alignment? How can they read their Akashic records? How can they release their blocks? Because those are some of the things I do. I release blocks. And that was probably the only thing in the whole book that I kind of say, you know, when you do have a really serious block, it's really good to get some help from a professional to hold space for you you know, it's just like a a great surgeon. He's not going to give himself even an appendectomy, right? So that's probably the only phase in the book that I gave some suggestions, but did say that a professional was needed. However, all the rest of my book for the alignment process is all about things that you can do on your own. And so that's what I recommend, how you get your mindset about writing your book I know you want to share every detail of every story like I wanted to do in my personal life because every single moment had such great meaning to get to the next moment. However, I didn't want to bore the audience and Bryna really kept me to high level stories with very detailed ways to resolve misalignments in our business and to appreciate the windows of opportunity that pop in so that we can get into alignment. So I'm not sure if I said the title of my book. If I did, I apologize, but I'm going to say it again. Align your business, how to find your windows of opportunity and claim the next level of you. And so that's what the book is about. And so what's your process? What is your zone of genius that you want to write about? Hit reply and like subscribe. I'd love for you to subscribe, but I'd love to see when this airs, I'm going to be looking to see what is your zone of genius or what's the title of your book going to be. Either one of those would be a great share for the community. Now, the next process of writing the book is after we got the whole book in lineage. And as I said, all of a sudden it was like, the book is done. And I got All the chapters and so I start reading and that was the most fun part is seeing this beautiful coat all woven together the align your business coat that I got to try on right (laughs) like the sheep's wool that was now woven into this beautiful coat to keep me warm and to keep others in alignment and to keep me in alignment too. So that was fun. Now, the next part was catching all of the things that maybe didn't sit completely because basically Bryna is channeling what she feels is the highest and best information, blending it together in a beautiful seasoning and flavor and then delivering it. And so that's what probably took the longest is I think I read my book nine times. And so like she would maybe say a word that I didn't. Ever use or even understand a usage of, or there were just tweaks. But for somebody that it's their book, those tweaks are kind of like you know, a hangnail on your finger that's throbbing, or you burn a little part on your finger and it's like throbbing, so it stands out to you. And so, what we did is we went through all of those little tweaks multiple times, at least three times. And I know the one time was at least three and a half hours so that's did take the most is to get the book completely in alignment with my language or making sure that the ages and time periods that i had said were in alignment for the truth of what happened and so those things did take a a bit of time and then the last thing was that we made a list of people that we wanted to endorse the book and here's where i learned a really big lesson So in my book, I talk about this white room. And this room is the world in between heaven and earth. And I believe that there, well, I've seen them. It's not what I believe. It's what I actually have seen. I believe that there's these white boxes in the room. And there are gifts. When I open people's Akashic records, if I had opened your Akashic records, I can see this white room. And there's tons. It's like Christmas, uber Christmas. And there's all these gifts and they're endless. And what these gifts have been told to me by the guides is their requests that we have yet to make to the universe of things that we want. For example, right now, if you're listening to this and it's about writing books, you have an interest potentially in writing a book. (laughs) So here we are. And in this moment, what if that's one of your gifts? And what if you simply haven't asked for it yet? So here's what I learned. Is there were a couple people I was really hesitant to reach out to endorse my book. One person I admire so much, and I'm going to save disclosure of who it is until the book comes out. But one of the people was somebody I really admire. I read her book every single summer, at least once, sometimes twice. And I actually hesitated to ask her for the generous gift of writing an endorsement when I sent her the first three chapters of my book. And so I said, yes, let's send it. No, let's not send it. Yes, let's send it. No, let's not send it. And then I asked myself, what am I afraid of? And I was afraid she'd say no. And then the other question got me more excited. What if she does say yes? What would that mean to you? And I thought, oh my God, it would mean the world. So I'd sent these requests out and it was getting really close to the time. Actually, the, the endorsements are due today. And it was getting super close to the time. And so I decided to look and in my email was an endorsement from one of my favorite. I'm going to share it. So Sarah McCrum is one of my absolute favorite authors. And she writes about money. Money loves you and you love money. I believe that's the title. It's about money. And what happened to her is she was at a seminar and somebody said, Hey, um, here's a question I want you to ask your guides, your intuition, whatever the pre-frame was. And the question was this, what does money have to say to you? And that was what she put at the top of her paper. She put her pen to her paper and she started to write. And a 265 page book came out of that moment. And she's very successful, and her name's Sarah McCrum. And so I found out a couple mornings ago that she had endorsed my book, and I literally started to cry. I was so overwhelmed with this endorsement. And she's such a kind soul. She's brilliant, and she's sweet, and she has a very soft energy and a soft spirit. And I had met her once and I just really connected with her. I just thought she was amazing and she loved flowers and gardens and I love flowers and gardens. And so we connected and then I was afraid to ask her for the gift of her endorsement and she gave it to me. And I realized in that moment that I had asked for one of my gifts. So it's as simple in the asking in order to find your right ghostwriter, the right information, your right product, your right next highest and best move for your business. So I invite you to lean into your book, go on and develop that book cover, write your outline, and go interview three people, and of course, one of them being Bryna, to write your book. Congratulations on stepping into the next level of you as a published book author. I know you can do it. I believe in you. You came here for a mission. And for me, my mission is intuition. What's your mission? Let me know. I want to hear from you. And I want to see your outline. Go ahead and post it. See what the other people see. Because the world needs you. There are people praying for you to show up. So show up today. I believe in you